0: Section thirteen of Favorite Fairy Tales Retold. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Favorite Fairy Tales Retold by Julia Darrow Cowles. The Healing Water from Grimm. There once was a king who was very ill and nothing whatever could be found to cure him now the king had three sons who looked so much alike that people who had seen them but a few times could not tell one from the others one evening as the three sons walked sorrowfully in the palace gardens they met a little man who said to them you grieve because your father the king is ill i know what will cure him if one of you will go to the enchanted castle in far-away land and dip from its fountain a chalice of its healing water your father shall drink it and live but continued the little man i cannot tell you the way to the castle that is for you to find out but i warn you tis a dangerous journey with that the little man bowed and vanished i will go said the eldest son it is my right so he ordered the finest horse in all his father's stables and set out to find the enchanted castle and the fountain of healing water he had gone but a short distance when he met a dwarf in the road what is your errand asked the dwarf doffing his cap politely tis my own affair replied the eldest son haughtily as he rode by aha said the dwarf when he had passed haughty people ask no help and they received none the eldest son rode on and the path he took led him between two mountains and presently he found himself wedged in between walls of rock. He could go neither forward nor backward, nor could he turn around, and there he stuck, for the dwarf whom he had needlessly slighted had willed it so. A long time passed, and when the eldest son did not return, the second son said, I fear some evil has befallen our eldest brother, but our father the king must have the healing water. I will set out to seek it so he chose the best horse in all his father's stables and set forth to find the enchanted castle and the fountain of healing water in far away land but it happened to him as it had to the eldest brother for he too met the dwarf who asked him what is your errand and he answered quite as haughtily as his brother had done tis my own affair then he rode on into the mountains and became wedged between two walls of rock so that he could not go forward nor backward nor could he turn around and there he stuck for the dwarf had willed it so after a time when the second son did not return the youngest son said surely some evil has befallen my brother but my father must have the healing water so he too set out to seek it when he had gone a little way he met the dwarf who asked him what is your errand the youngest son whose name was otto stopped and answered respectfully my father the king is ill i seek the enchanted castle in far away land wherein is the fountain of healing water then the dwarf said since you have answered me respectfully i will help you so he told prince otto how to find the way to the castle and he gave him a rod and two wheaten loaves the gates of the castle are of heavy iron he said and guarded by two fierce lions but if you knock upon the gates with this rod they will open and if you throw a wheaten loaf to each lion they will not attack you you will find the fountain in the court of the castle dip from it a chalice of water and hasten away when the clock strikes twelve the iron gates will close again then prince otto thanked the dwarf for his help took the rod and the bread and rode away and it turned out just as the dwarf had told him he reached the castle gate safely and struck them with his rod they opened and the two lions ceased roaring and ate the bread that he threw to them then he made his way into the broad and beautiful court there he saw a wonderful fountain of silver and the water fell from it in a silver spray beside the fountain stood a lovely princess who smiled upon the prince and told him he was welcome to fill his chalice at the fountain so he filled it gladly but instead of hastening away as the dwarf had warned him he lingered to speak to the lovely princess and as he talked with her he forgot the lions and the iron gates till suddenly he heard a distant clock striking the quarter before twelve then he hastened away but not until the princess had given him a kiss and promised to marry him at the end of a year as prince otto ran toward the heavy gates they began to move and as they closed, they clipped off a bit of the prince's heel. But he held close the chalice of healing water, and he had the princess's promise to marry him, so the hurt of his heel mattered little. Then Prince Otto rode away, but he had not gone far when he met the dwarf. "'How did you fare?' asked the little man. "'I have filled the chalice,' said the prince, "'and I thank you for your aid. But tell me,' he added, "'where may I find my brothers? My father will grieve if they do not return.' they are haughty men said the dwarf and they will be jealous of you for finding the healing water you will fare better without them but my father the king will grieve sorely if they do not return and i wish to find them so the dwarf directed prince otto to the mountains where his two elder brothers were held fast and he rode rapidly and released them and they went back with him to their father's palace on the way prince otto told them all about his adventures and showed them the chalice of healing water he also told them of the lovely princess and of her promise to marry him at the end of the year but the two elder brothers were jealous as the dwarfs had said they would be and though they pretended to feel glad they really were filled with envy and with angry thoughts after a long journey they reached their father's palace then there was great rejoicing for the king drank of the healing water and became well and strong once more and all the people were glad and praised prince otto this caused the elder brothers to become more jealous than ever and though they said nothing to each other about it they both resolved to win the princess away from their younger brother now as the end of the year drew near the princess ordered that the approach to her castle be paved with pure gold and this was done and the year was up on the day after the pavement was finished then the princess said to her servants whoever rides straight up the golden pavement and asks for me admit but none other not long after a horseman came riding swiftly he looked like the prince who had filled his chalice at the fountain of healing water it was the eldest brother of prince otto when he saw the golden pavement he checked his horse that is only for the feet of the princess he said and riding to the left he approached the castle and asked for the maiden but the servants sent him away as the princess had commanded. A little later another horseman came riding swiftly. He also looked like the prince, who had filled his chalice at the fountain of healing water. When he saw the golden pavement, he turned to the right, saying, I will not tread the princess's gold underfoot. I would put it to better use. This was the next older brother of Prince Otto, and he reached the palace and asked for the princess. But the servants sent him away, as the princess had commanded soon after a third horseman who looked exactly like the prince who had filled his chalice at the fountain of healing water came riding swiftly and this was prince otto himself and he was so eager to see once more the beautiful princess who had won his love that his eyes looked straight ahead and he did not even notice the pavement of gold and he rode straight up the golden pavement and asked for the princess and the servants threw wide the doors and the princess came forth to greet him so they were married as the princess had promised and they lived in great contentment ever after end of section 13